Welcome to Machine Learning. This morning I want to talk about uh, Pandas List. It's, uh, again, I've talked to uh, last Saturday a little bit about List, but I want to talk about uh, List and and uh, some of the features to it. In in the end, the reason why lists are so important in in uh, Python is for data processing. Um, so there's a couple of ways that you can look at data processing of large data sets. Uh, one is that you read it in through uh, pandas read underscore CSV API, or you read it in as a um, SQL uh, using using a uh, uh, a SQL library in Pandas or in Python. And uh, so if it's a small data set, you can load that into data memory. And you could just load that right directly into a data frame. But if it's, say, a large data set with uh, millions of records, then you don't want to load that into a data frame uh, directly. You want to figure out what level of aggregation you want to put it at uh, and see if there's some way to logically read it um, in data blocks. And the way you do that is by chunk size. So, for example, in my uh, read underscore CSV, I can specify a chunk size of a thousand, and then I can uh, assign, I can iterate over that chunk size and do some sort of processing. So I, well, I process a thousand records at a time, get the next chunk, process those thousand records, get the next chunk, and so forth until I hit the end of file. So the, you, you might buy, be applying filters, you might be playing uh, you know, some different rules, and you want to get, you, because you're not going to display a million records, it's just way too large. So uh, you're going to reduce that data set into a form. Uh, you might have to transform it into multiple logical units and then aggregate that and then, uh, and then display that those aggregations out. So that, that would be one, one way to deal with uh, uh, bringing in a large data set. And so there could be, there could be uh, a multi-step processing that has to occur. Okay, so the other way to deal with this is to build a generator. And basically a generator is a lot like a list comprehension in that it doesn't bring it into memory. So what I mean by that, it's basically an iQueryable type like in C-sharp where you can iterate over a, uh, you can have an iteratable variable and you can iterate over a data set. And so it's a queryable data set. And then um, just, just like, uh, so then you can set that up either um, in a for uh, loop, 
or in loop and or you can build a function and the function though they would use one iterable called uh, yield so in the case like if you had a list uh, or, the, or a large uh, file that you were iterating over then you could read in from that file uh, you could open it up then read in one line and then uh, uh, process go, go through the whole file and then yield the record that you want to be make it queryable and then once you have done that you can iterate over the results set of that function so that's the general idea of uh, building a generator and they're super useful because you don't sometimes you won't know the size of your data uh, maybe one time it's uh, small uh, but then later after a higher usage it gets to be large and so building generators makes sense because it could be iterable so the other um, concept I want to talk about is like zip so what zip does is it takes two different lists or multiple lists but let's say in this case we take two different lists we can zip that into a, a iterable tuple and then let's say if you want to convert that into a dictionary you would just say uh, dict and then pass your zip and your two list in um, and it will create a dictionary or if you wanted to iterate over that you could then uh, get the tuples back on the iterations and then iterate over the zip. Um, and then if you wanted to convert the zip into a list, then you would just uh, uh, pass it, the zip in as a, as a parameter to the list. And the, the reason why you use zip is that uh, your data can be from uh, separate different sources and then you uh, you could you, you say like you want to match uh, different features um, and then you want to create a list of uh, so you could have a list of you could have two different lists from diff two different sources then you create your features column which would be the header and then you can pass in the columns and then you can pass in the two list, and um, and then you can form your your data frame from the list. And then once you have your data frame, then you can do different types of data manipulation on it. So that's why it's important to have the zip function. Uh, QCut. The reason why you would want to use QCut is if you want to segment your data and partition it uh, based on certain criteria then you can do it that way also with lists you can create sublist and the way you would do the sublist is you can put conditionals so you can put your conditionals uh, after uh, you've done the iteration by adding the if statement or in uh, when you return back a variable from the iterable you can put a um, if conditions on that so say like if you wanted in one case you wanted to 
uh, if a value was a, if the iterable variable was greater than a certain number, then you would want to, uh, you know, print it. If not, you would have it uh, display a, a blank. So that would be a case where you would do um, conditionals on the result set of the list comprehension. And then if you only wanted to count um, intervals, lengths, let's say lengths where uh, the value of the iterable variable is greater than uh, one, then you, would, you could do a conditional on the results um, and also you could do a conditional you could actually do your conditional uh, on the iterable and then you would uh, do a len on your resulting variable so it's pretty powerful so the question is is why would you use list comprehensions over uh, lambda functions and I would say you shouldn't use lambdas over uh, comprehensions when comprehensions can be used because it's just going to be faster. Um, but because the lambda is actually building kind of a delegate function, and if you had, uh, let's say you had different complex equations and stuff that you wanted to put in. You could do it in the lambda or you could do it in list comprehension. So, I mean, both are equivalent in the terms of their results. Um, and I would say probably, you know, lambdas look cooler. Would be probably maybe one reason uh, that you would use a lambda over a list comprehension. Uh, or if you wanted to do some sort of chaining where you did applieds and then you after you did the apply you may maybe you do a mean and then after you do the mean you do a, a sum or something like that then I, I could see where the lambda would be very useful uh, and so maybe the lambda would be preferred in that case to increase readability and um, you know I so now what I'm going to be studying today is uh, I'm going to finish up the Python data cleaning course uh, started on that we're looking at we were looking at duplications uh, fill NAs different tactics like getting the average or standard deviation and filling with uh, either the mean or or uh, uh, median or some standard deviation number um, from the mean and that that's the ways to kind of smooth out the missing variables where you don't want to exclude them uh, we also have the in cleaning you there might be cases where uh, the data is creating noise and it's not re relevant in that case you'd want to drop the data based on a specific criteria so you could look at either uh, data that's missing across the, all the columns uh, that are numeric or you may want to exclude based on a specific column and uh, drop those rows on a specific column based on whether they have missing data and uh, that was kind of the 
kind of the, where I left off with uh, data data cleaning last time, and I'm going to pick up on it, and um, I'll be talking about it tomorrow. <laughs>